Yeah, it's Ben, Mike from Connecticut. So I'm in the middle of your previous episode, and uh, you just started talking about the Baylor. So I haven't related to the whole uh, garbage can debacle because in my town, out in the middle of nowhere, we have to uh, bring everything to the dump. But with the Baylor, we can basically destroy whatever we want at the dump. So the best part about it is uh, dragging stuff out of the truck and just whipping it into the uh, into the big demolition area where, you know, you can just smash cabinets or throw things through windows. Um, but that brings me to another caveat. When you guys were younger, and I'm not sure if you had car friends or anything like I did, but the people that were super handy, and they used to let you into the car lot, to, uh, or the junkyard, rather, to, to get stuff. The best part about that was going in there to smash windows probably the whole reason why you uh, can't go into them anymore, but just figured I'd share. Thanks, guys. Later. What's going on to this episode 282 of the Hey My Man podcast? This is Dave. This is Ben. And that's like Vice City style, Sunday morning, getting it going. I don't know, you know, those, the YouTube wormholes that people fall into. I fell into one uh, with a YouTube video. It came up, it, this, not this song, but another song by this guy who did our intro or did an intro that I stole and used. He goes by the name Street Cleaner. It's like I guess I guess it's cyberpunk. Uh, I I don't know. That's what I'd call it. So I found this YouTube video when I was looking. At, I was looking at RoboCop stuff, and that he has a song uh, called "Bitches Leave," which he re. Somebody took this piece from RoboCop, put it to this song "Bitches Leave" that he made about RoboCop because it has samples of like you know different people from the movie. And anyway, I felt I started. Went to Spotify, started listening to all kinds of crazy street cleaner stuff, and I'm thinking, man, this is I've, I've never I've never really checked out cyberpunk or been into cyberpunk or, or like this guy has a guitar. It's one dude, and he performs with a guitar, and then like you know I'm sure he's got like backing tracks going on or whatever. But definitely interesting. Reminded me of, of like an '80s movie or something like that. I was thinking RoboCop immediately, like right away. I was thinking RoboCop or like remember that old video game like Narcs? Yes. Yeah. Something like something like that. You'd go to like um, you'd go to like Fryer Tucks and Woodmore Mall and play. Like that's what it sounded like to me. Bad dudes. <laughs> yeah. People check out Street Cleaner. It, it, I, I'm not saying. I guess it's like a, an ultra sugary drink that you have at the bar. Where you're like, wow, this is awesome. And then someone's like, dude, you need me to back you up on that? And you're like, absolutely not. I'm switching to something else. But every now and then, yeah. You know what I'm saying like you, you're like, oh, I love that, but you know, I can't drink them all night. That kind of thing. No, no. Yeah. No disrespect to street cleaner. I'm just saying, like, if you if you decide to take your kid out, uh, because I have to do 10 hours of night driving with my son, 
before he can get his driver's license. Oh, as this, part of, this as again? Part, as How part much? Of, as part of the hours that he has to put in, 10 of them have to be night driving. How can there be this much training for drivers and still so many bad drivers? Like, <laughs> what is going on? Maybe they're trying to change that. Uh, so anyway, this is what I'll be playing if we do night driving. Street cleaner only. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. That's <laughs> I good. feel like in the 80s, uh, if, I don't know, have you ever seen Toxic Avenger? No. So in the beginning of Toxic Avenger, there's like a scene where they have different, uh, I'm not I'm not promoting this, but there's like different ethnicities like drawn on this guy's dashboard and you have to run them over with your car. What? It's like, it, yeah, it's like, a, it's a trauma D, I don't even know what grade you'd call this, but it's a garbage movie. It's supposed to be a garbage movie. It was you know on my mean? list of things to watch. So uh, this is the kind of music you would play when you're out murdering people with your car. That's a real thing that dude had a, he seriously had a list of like, I got to run over. A, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Got to run over a Croatian next. I, I, you watch it. I don't want to get into it, but you watch it and you, uh, Toxic wow. Avenger for anybody who's not seen That's Toxic ballsy. Avenger. Wow. I mean, it was the eighties. Like I said, cocaine, it wasn't ballsy. Cocaine was on everybody's mind, dancing to eighties music at a, at a disco all night. And then into the next morning, this is what people did when they weren't doing that. When they were waiting for the disco to open, they were running over people. I remember seeing the beginning part of RoboCop and being like, being like legitimately affected for days. Again, I'm going from watching um, Swiss Family Robinson and support your local sheriff with my dad. And then I watch this cop just get. How did you come on to RoboCop? Like how you saw that somewhere else? Yeah, house. my friend's house. I okay. stayed the night at my friend's. That's how I saw it. That's how I found out um, what Guns N' Roses was. Uh-huh. That's how I found out RoboCop. Um, what is that? Jacob's Ladder or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it that weird movie? It's yeah, somebody's ladder. It's yeah, Jacob's I ladder. Think, I think or yeah. Dante's Inferno. Or which which one's like which one's the one where he like dies and goes in purgatory? Jacob's ladder. Okay, yeah. I stayed at my buddy Russ's house after T ball. And so everything I did that was uh out of the norm was always at someone else's house. I stayed at my buddy Ricky Martinez's and he had that Guns N' Roses and it had that original artwork where the girl had obviously been treated poorly and it said Guns N' Roses was here, which by the way, oh my god, dude, come on. <laughs> What's more offensive than that? I well What's fun? You remember there was a cover for "Look What the Cat Drug In." It was a, a Poison record, and the first incarnation of the cover was all four heads, kind of like the Destroyer Kiss thing. It was a circle with all four of their heads, and they had these like lizard tongues sticking out. Well, the PMRC or somebody called those back and was like, "No, this is this is this is too." You know, suggestive. So they reissued it with the like masks over these guys' tongues. It was like the same graphic. It just had their tongues, you know, masked out. Yeah, stupidest thing ever. But the yeah. Guns N' Roses one is is definitely questionable. She was not smiling with a cigarette, looking like, boy, what a time I had. Right. She was right. clearly having a bad day. Um. Yeah, but so I remember watching RoboCop and seeing that and just being like, for I just I was like, I can't. I felt like you might as well just showed me like a real um, snuff, a snuff film. film. Yeah. I have to assume that they should do some sort of a scientific experiment taking somebody that has been, you know, only shown Nickelodeon or, you know, family friendly things. And I would use that movie uh, to see, to gauge like how they should look at your life. It would be nice to see if, if you had a twin brother and they kept him watching those movies and see how destructive you are as a result of <laughs> yeah. RoboCop. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if my brothers were as... I'd have to ask them if they were as affected as me. But I remember just going like... I was almost like... Uh, like, like you know, when a kid like sneaks out and parties and tries to hide it from his parents yeah. or whatever. 
They're like, why are your eyes ready? Oh, I got allergies or whatever. It was like that. I came home and just, uh, yeah, man. I was, I was like, why? They were like, how was how was your overnight? I was like, cool. We didn't watch RoboCop. Why? <laughs> well, here's the thing. They probably would have had no frame of reference. Not that they hadn't seen rated R movies as adults, but I'm saying like, that's a different kind of movie. They would know. Well, they wouldn't know that scene. Let's be honest. You have Die Hard, which is a rated R movie, and it's violent. And then you have RoboCop, which is also yeah. a rated R movie and yeah. uh, violent in a different way. It's like gratuitously violent. And I think at that time, like the digital stuff was new too. Like things were just starting to become on discs of some sorts and whatever. So it felt, you know, what do you call it? Like post-apocalyptic or whatever. Yes. <clears throat> I don't know if it was post-apocalyptic, but it was definitely lawless. And it appeared to be, I guess, in the way that you had a gang of people that were not actively hunting the police, but were not concerned one bit. Like, hey, we're going to commit a crime. If the police show up, we'll kill them too. Yeah, no, I just mean it was it was the dad from a '70s show? Yeah, was the bad guy. Yeah, yeah, I just mean like what do you, what's that term for when a movie takes not just the future? Post apocalypse. I, I mean, you're, I mean, you're no like Mad Max. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, so. I think the biggest difference between this and post apocalyptic would be in a post apocalyptic movie, the government has fallen. There's zero structure, and it's just like, hey, people are popping up with their own gang saying we're going to be the dominant force. This was kind of that way, and. I know back in the eighties, if you watch, um, if you watch any Monty Python or any other like British comedy around that time, they always referenced Detroit as being like, you know, the <laughs> hey, this is where where no law takes place. This is kind of like, yeah, they, I, that's that's what they always use as a frame of reference. And so RoboCop really played into that. The riots made the news, and they were like, "That's it. That's the one." My favorite eighties movie of all time. I was, dude. I was debating. Whether it has that, everything. I was. Is it really? It has everything. Yeah, it does. I was thinking like we're, we're doing this in the morning and I was like, how's this going to be? I thought I might be crazy hyper because sometimes I'm tired if we do it late at night. But I think uh, I should have I should have like uh, butt chugged this coffee first and I could have been walking in here like just but then I would have bothered your family. Yeah, no, you would have. You, I'm worried, more worried about you bothering me. Yeah, I, they can, you know, whatever. Now, this glad is, you brought this that is up. sobriety pod because a lot of times, oftentimes people ask or don't ask and i provide a list sometimes i i provide these lists here's 10 things that annoy dave here's 10 things that Dave. and then when i do enough of the annoying stuff or i bitch constantly people reach out and be like man you're really seeming like you know you're just a glass completely empty type of dude and then i write a list of 10 things i like right uh to show people i do like some stuff i mean the stuff you like isn't cool but here's some cool stuff you guys should like yeah that's true now in addition to that, I, myself and Ben, we're recently guests on a podcast, which will come out next Thursday. And during that, I was asked, it was like a round of quick questions at the end of the podcast. And one of the questions was, describe your wife in one word. And I said, kind. And then I laughed. And Ben laughed as well. And we all had a, a, a good communal laugh. <laughs> And then I, after we were done podcasting, I went to bed and I thought about it. I was like, well, that was kind of mean. I mean, I didn't mean it that way, but I've sort of built this character for her. And so that was on par with it. And that, unfortunately, you know, that's what I thought kind, but then I laughed in jest, right? <laughs> but then I thought, well, this other audience who's never, isn't really too familiar with our podcast is going to be like, well, that seemed kind of cruel. And then I thought, well, I do say a lot of cruel things or, or give this impression. So I'll tell you what. I wrote a list of things that my wife does for me and my family. All right. 
And uh, I didn't write a list of the things I do, which would probably be a lot longer, but here are the things that she does just off the top of my head. And I guarantee I'm missing some stuff, but I do want to give credit where credit is due. She cooks everything. She cleans everything. Now, Mm. when I say that, I mean, these are things I don't do. So I'm not saying, yes, I cook too. And she cleans too. These are things specifically that she does only or gives to the kids to do that I don't have to worry about. She cooks you everything. You even give her credit for giving doling out chores? However she wants to take care of it, it doesn't affect me, which I appreciate. Got that. She cooks everything. She cleans everything. She washes all the clothes. She folds all the clothes. Now, I have to put my own clothes away. But again, I'm not going to go into this big thing. She does the washing and drying and folding. She orders all the groceries uh, when we do order groceries. She plans all the meals. She... Makes the kids appointments, whether it be doctor's appointments, um, sets them up for school, you know, registers them from school for school. Uh, she does all the grilling in addition to the cooking. She cl- shops for all of our clothes. She deals with the insurance company. She deals with getting the taxes ready to take over the tax guy. She makes sure she checks my kids' grades every Friday to know if she's going to ground them for the week or not and stays on top of them for that. She does my daughter's hair, sets up my daughter's clothes, helps her get ready for school in the morning. She pays all the bills at the restaurant. Whenever a bill comes, you know what? These sexist bastards hand me the little book with the bill in it, and I hand I slide it right over to her as soon as they leave. Uh, so she pays all the bills. She pays the restaurants the, 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 the bill every yeah, time? Yeah, she picks up the tab at the restaurant every time. Well, now, what's, what's the difference? I'll tell you in a minute. And on top of all this... And on top of all the other stuff that I failed to mention, which I did, um, she works. She has a full-time job. Well, well, well. I wanted to bring attention to that because I I feel, not because anyone said, hey, man, that, you know, you're kind of rough on her. No, I feel like, you know what? I should give her some. That's it, though. Moving moving forward, if you guys want to reference any of this, I will kick you back to this episode. I'll probably never give give a list about how the stuff she does again. So this is it, one and done. Sounds, and, sounds like the woke mob, woke mob got to you and you're doing an apology pod. No, absolutely not. I just know that, you know what, there's there's a time and place. And for 100 or excuse me, 282 episodes, I've never given her uh, any any positive, direct positive. <laughs> so with that, you asked, what is the difference between me paying and she paying? Well, she orders one of everything on the menu and it makes steam come out of my ears. Like the, remember the Tom and Jerry cartoons where the old guy, the old white guy would like take them to the beach and he, he was like, yeah, he didn't really yeah. talk. But then like they would step on his toe and steam would come out of his ears. Yeah. I perpetually have steam coming out of my ears from everything that she does and the way she lives life and the way she, <laughs> the way she works. Yeah. So when we go to a restaurant, she'll be like, man, I really want this, the poutine, but man, I also want the chicken wings. You know, I don't really like chicken wings, but I ha- I'd have one, but I really have a taste for chicken wings. <laughs> you want the cheese bread looks good. Will you eat the cheese bread? I, she will order one of everything. She'll order three appetizers and then an entree for each of Dude, us. Dude, I can't believe. Because she wants to eat a piece of everybody's entree. I can't believe when we went to dinner, our wives, like even, I, I didn't think they would not get along, but like that is the opposite of the way my wife orders. My wife will go like, I'll go, hey, do you want to get an appetizer? Nah. Nah. She's like, it's not worth it. It's too expensive. It's like, like she's too, I guess, frugal. She's too much like, she's like, It's not nah. that she's not hungry and doesn't like food. She's just more concerned with the what it's going to cost. She's just so, well, not even that. She's just like, I just don't need it. You know what I mean? Like at the house, it's like we don't keep soda in the house and not because it's not healthy or whatever, but a lot of things we do aren't healthy, but it's just, it's just, it, we don't need it. It's extra. We don't need extra. Everything is 
<laughs> What's the that opposite of the, extra, right? It is the exact opposite yes. of my situation. Yeah. So, like, if even we go with the kids, I'm like, well, we'll get chips and salsa. Nah, they'll be fine. They're they're because you know she goes, food's coming. What do you don't get more food because food's coming is the way she thinks about it. Like, okay. Well, I have a lot of friends that would would say like, oh, you know, growing up, I feel like. I had money. I spent money. I was never concerned with money ever. I was a, a wastrel. I think I told you when we were first, when we decided we were getting married. A wastrel her, is a pastry, right? Her mom actually made my her and myself open up a bank account before, like when we were getting engaged. She's like, you guys need to start a joint bank account. And her mom would take whatever it was, $100 from me every two weeks. It was like, you need, she was, she was like, like, uh, like Pauly from Goodfellas, like, yeah. You, you didn't make it to work today because you were out hanging out with your buddies. Fuck you. Pay, pay me. me. Th- that's how it was. Um, and when I didn't, it's like there's points on this. So now you owe me one hundred and seven dollars. And then by next week, I'm going to break your jaw and you it's owe on me the a- VIG or whatever. <laughs> so, yeah. So um, I once we st- once I was in a relationship with her, um, I started to get we're buying houses and cars. You know, that's when things start adding up. But she's just never been of that mindset. She is of the. Hey, you know, we can't take it with us when we're dead. And my thing is, let's at least try to have yeah. as much money as we, you know, let's let's try to to have money until we're dead. Well, I kind of like that, though. I mean, just, hey, you know what? The epitome of not worrying about money is just playing what you want. That's like the epitome. That's you can't. Like, that's you can't, the sweet spot. You can't train somebody to live like that. We've often said before, we're both jealous a bit of that mindset. But I, I just can never be that person. Haven't we talked before about like, uh, what's the sweet spot of how much do you make? Like, isn't there a study? Like, I think it's 100K or 80, which 120. Like, there's a certain amount where if you make this, that is the goods. Because once you make a little more, you just get a bigger car, you just get a, a pool, you get a boat, whatever. So, you don't make more money. Like, you make more money, but then you spend more. So, you don't make more. You know, you're not, you're not putting the same away. You're not having extra day. money. Right. You're just having extra things. Um, so, you know, that's kind of like that's kind of a natural continuation of of what you're saying. Just but, hey, just uh, spend buy stuff and it's fine. And I you're guess happy. to your point about your wife, you know, saying hey, we just My don't need wife. it or food will be coming or whatnot. I would be the same way. My wife has prematurely pushed me into being an old. She's like, oh, you're an old man. It's like yeah, I'm old because of you. Because if you, no, if you nobody's mining the shop, right. what, what are we doing? Right, 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 right. right. You know, so. She's just basically said, I will not be minding the shop. I will not remain. If we're going out drinking, I'm going to drink. And so I'm like, we can't both drink because we have to make it home. Like, so I, and I, I, go, I like go to the that. extreme and I go, I will not drink at all. I just feel like we, I'm not saying do a wife swap. I know that's, uh, but if we, if you know what, like okay, you guys would crash and burn, dude. It'd be, but it'd be awesome, <laughs> you know, like that, like thirteen going on thirty, like the gener- yeah. or or uh, or what is it? What's the ones with the, the Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan, like 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 flips places? Oh yeah, yeah. A parent uh, trap? No, 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 no. no. Uh, I don't. Vice you know the one where Jodie Foster's uh, yeah. kids smoking cigarettes and it's awesome. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, if we did that with our wives, I swear to God, yeah, we we'd crash and burn. <laughs> but it, you remember, like, uh, you remember, like in Seinfeld when he's on the plane first class and Elaine's stuck. In coach and Elaine's having such a miserable time, and then the, the lady comes up to Jerry and she goes, "More, more, uh, like a moist she toilet." Goes, she goes, "Would you like um, some more of anything?" And he goes, "More everything." Yes, <laughs> yes. that is how. Uh, that's how it would be. This yeah. is how me, I. Me think. and your wife would go out and be like, she'd be like, "One of each." And I'd be like, "Of course, one of each." And we'd <laughs> high five each other, and then Street Sweeper would start playing, yeah. bang, 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 and then we'd, oh, dude, it'd be awesome. 
So I wanted <laughs> I wanted to uh, give her her just due, and like I said, that's it, one and done. This is not apology. Nobody pointed out that I don't give her credit. My own heart pointed out that I don't give her credit, and I felt you know what? It's time that uh, every time I talk about her, it. For comedy purposes, you know, like I said, I, I make it worse than it yeah. is. It is what it is. Right. Um, and I know there's some other podcasts that we've recorded that are yet to come out yet that probably also, you know, again, I paint her in that light for the for comedy. And people will say, like, dude, I don't know how she puts up with you. And the thing is, is she just has a really good sense of humor. doesn't take herself too seriously. So I'm lucky. <clears throat> Somebody recently said that to my wife this week. A family member of yours met my wife and goes, oh, you're way too sweet to be with him. What are you doing? <laughs> Sounds just like my mom. Tried to, yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> tried to hip her to the wise. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, when do you want to do an update on March Badness? I mean, not I'm an update. Excited. Just go ahead and tell people what it you is. Go through it? Okay. So March Badness is something that I forced, I foisted upon Dave because everybody talks about March Madness and everybody watches college basketball except me. And me. I don't mind gambling a little bit and I don't mind sports, but I just don't know anything or care too much about um, college basketball. So I said, why don't we just take concepts and themes? Because usually a lot of the things that I like, Dave doesn't like. Or if Dave likes it, or once in a while we agree on things and that's awesome. Or we both hate things a lot. Footloose, or, bro. Or don't prefer... Footloose is, the, is our magnum opus of agreement. Um, so I said, let's take these iconic things. In my mind, they're iconic. Things that we talk about. Um, you know, Hesful restaurant, tight-rolled pants, track suits, uh, thing, uh, unboxing videos, being conceived to a bread song. So... I started taking, and it, this, I swear to God, dude, I came with this list in like five minutes. They all, I was like, just all the things that I remember about the show. Just like John Lennon or any great artist, the, the greatest ideas just flow out of yeah, you. Yeah, I sat down and I was just like, this one's going to pay for the pool. So um, just like the NCAA, there were 64 contestants. I started the voting two days ago. I will finish voting by Monday. Because those, like, I think, again, I'm not a sports nut, but I think they f use the weekend to shore everything up or possibly Monday. I will finish that up, and then we'll be to the Sweet 16 by next weekend. I guess I can take a picture or something of the entries. I'll announce the entries. But uh, I'll tell you right now a couple of big surprises, dude. A couple of big surprises. Now this is, now, but here's the thing. He's not saying this because there's still, there's still an opportunity when you hear this. Uh, well, this episode will come out Monday, so I don't know if you'll you'll be able to go back and change things. But things will just be wrapping up. And by the yeah. way, uh, there was questions be between everybody and myself because I'll be <laughs> honest, I just threw this idea together quickly. People are going, "Am I voting on the thing that sucks more? Am I voting on the thing that I like?" Uh, it is a single elimination tournament, so basically one has to go. Now they may both be bad. Okay, voicemail theme songs I think is good. But FaceTiming in the bathroom is not an enjoyable thing. However, at the moment, it's a 13 to 9 lead FaceTiming while in the bathroom. Now, one is less enjoyable than the other, but I think the mm. idea is this is more impactful. So sometimes just like one's got to go. So I'm what you want like the craziest things to make the obviously the Elite Eight and the Final Four and whatnot. So what you're saying by voicemail theme songs is when we do, when we make theme songs for our voicemail bit. It's is that a greater yours. concept and more interesting and funnier than the idea of somebody FaceTiming while on the toilet? So that's what you're voting for. You're voting for, yes, this makes me laugh harder. This was a better idea that the guys had or, you know. Dave has done both of these things. So which one stays, <laughs> which one goes, you know, is, is what I was thinking. But, but some of these are two things bended. Some They're, they're randomized. Dude, right? so your... it's not voting... 
something I did against oh. something Ben did. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's just completely at random. These are all things that happened. We've talked about things we do on the podcast. So again, you're not voting, hey, if I vote this, this is something Dave did or Ben did. So just be open-minded and decide which is a which needs to stay. Nothing's being deleted, okay? We're not leaving it up to you to tell us what we can or can't do. But what it is is we want to see what everybody thought, thinks is the greatest trope song idea that came out of the podcast in, in this last nine or so years. I, ca- I cannot believe some of these. Like I thought it's just like gambling on real things. Like some of these, like you know, like all oh, LA Lakers are going to win tonight, big time, and they get smashed by the worst team in the league. R- right now, as we speak, red sweatpants and throwing snowballs at cars with your kids is a dead heat. <laughs> like I would have thought that throwing snowballs at cars would just dominate because so, of how so much conversation that. For anybody who you know is looking at that and does this is a lot of this is set up honestly for people that have been with us for for the long haul because red sweatpants isn't about hey guys talking about wearing red what how does a red sweatpants look on a male body or how to red sweatpants it's about ben's father-in-law wearing red sweatpants <laughs> like all three times i've met him the guy's been wearing sweatpants <laughs> and i get annoyed by teenagers who wet, wear sweatpants but i was even taken aback uh ben had met me at a local brook pub Early on when we were podcasting, he's oh, like, "Hey, yeah. I'm bringing my father-in-law, Mike. Good dude. We're gonna we'll come there and we'll we'll uh, we'll drink some beers or whatever." And then I was I walked in, I was like, "Oh, there's Ben." And then like I don't, there's not really many people in here, but there's like a homeless guy with some sweatpants on or whatever. He's like, "Hey, have you met my father-in-law, Mike?" And I'm like, "Oh, sweatpants." Yeah, no, a lot of these. It's a th- personal no-no. You do what you want, bro. Many of these entries are very much a uh, a tip of the cap to old school listeners. There's one of you choking on a pill. <laughs> that's one of the first episodes. I mean, that's like in the 30s, maybe early 40s. That's like one of the first, but it was such a funny story that it, it made it in there. Yeah, there's some that I'm just so, like like CBD oil was smashing Poo Dollar. Poo Dollar is one of my, like Poo Dollar I would have, as a final four contestant, like right, I would just, I would like, I would put it right up ahead. That's your sense of humor for sure. Yeah, dude. But you know, right now it's, uh, it's, it's and the almost thing is, doubled. Like a lot of times, you know, these stories that I, that I, you, whoever we tell on the podcast, I still bring up from time to time. Like, that's a good story. And if, you know, if it comes up and I have an opportunity to fit stories in, uh, I will bring them back in real life. I don't just kill them after the podcast because they're really part of my life. But Poo Dollar is one of those ones that I don't know. It just came up in us talking. I don't remember why we even came, got on the subject or why I, why I told this story. Give the quick version. I worked at a machine shop long ago, you know, just when I, after I was 18 or 19, something around there. And one of the ways that these guys would haze new guys on every CNC machine, these big commute, com, these big computer numerically controlled milling machines, they had little ashtrays. So that should tell you how long ago it is because you could smoke in the plant. And they actually encouraged it by hanging an ashtray. And the ashtrays were filled with kitty litter. And what would happen is the new guy would come up. Somebody would rip a $20 bill in half. And as you know, you can you can tape it back together and it's good to go. So it's not wasted. And they will, that's the idea. So they rip a $20 bill in half in front of you. And then they take the cat litter box, the little litter box ashtray out away from you. And they rip a dollar out of it. And... They rip a dollar in half and then they come back and you have a dollar and a dollar sticking out corners of a dollar. And they're like, Hey, we're going to have three guys play whoever has the fastest hands. And again, this is for men because men are stupid and they're competitive 
and they go, whoever has the fastest hands, and they'll build you up. Hey, bro, you, your, your hands are slow. They build you up by breaking you down. <laughs> and they, so what you see is the corner of a dollar and a dollar sticking out. And then they say in the middle is the $20 bill. So whoever can, can grab the $20 bill gets the $20. So what happens is if somebody goes one, two, three, go, both of the guys who have played the game before and know how it goes pull the $1 corners out and you grab a uh, what what you think is a $20 bill and it's human feces. Because they took the thing to the bathroom and pooped in it. Mm. And then kept a small enough piece of poop so it wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't look like so much of an anomaly. That's my but you have a handful idea. of poop. And everybody laughs. Even the guy's like, oh, man, I can't believe it. And they're like, dude, we're going to hire a guy in the next two weeks because nobody stays here. And you'll be on the other side of poo dollar. It's like, yeah, you grabbed a turd. But next time somebody else will be grabbing that turd. Here's Think the thing. Like if that. you grab a cat turd, that's one thing, bro. But you grab a hot steamer that just <laughs> literally came out of the dude's butt who asked you to play poo dollar. That's a whole nother thing. <laughs> it's my favorite. So I had people. And that really happened. That's not. <laughs> I had people over last night just to hang out. It was a party, but with kids. And. Uh... Boo. <laughs> That's just what we had to do. You, you, you know what? You cook with the ingredients you got, right? And so I had this poster board that I made up. I forgot to bring it today. But I had this big poster board with the Hey My Man March Badness tournament on it. And one of them asked, what's Poo Dollar? And I delighted in telling him. Oh, oh um, The details were fuzzy. But the part that was important to me was not not an not a animal turd, a human one. That was my favorite part. See, my favorite story is the uh, the one where you were driving in the car with your kids and your Bluetooth started playing uh, internet porn. Yeah. I just didn't know how to truncate that into. Or, like a, or there was one where you, uh, I believe your you guys, you and your wife had called her parents mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then you forgot to hang up the phone and you guys started getting intimate uh, or talking. Oh, well, she was leaving a voicemail for them. And then <laughs> I said like, let me hit that later or something to the effect of, you know, I was propositioning her. Uh, and then I realized the Bluetooth hadn't hung up the phone yet. And I was like, that's going to be, <laughs> see, those, those are my favorite. My por- favorite moments are Ben moments. And you know, <laughs> the porno one, the porno one was that I used to watch a DVD and at the beginning of the DVD, it had this music that would go like, and there's like an advertisement for some smutty company. And then, um, my son was playing on my phone when he was like three or something, two or three. And he's playing like a kid's game. And that kid's game was like a, you know, spelling, like, you know, a for Apple or whatever, but it started. The theme song went like tick it tick it tick it tick and I my in laws were over again. There was family in the room, and that pulled up, and I just my brain connected the two things, and I reached over and slapped the phone out of my my <laughs> toddler's hands, and everybody thought, "What was that?" And I go, "Oh, she's a you spider on the phone." Moving on, I, I but I, I'm I, excited. Elite the Sweet Sixteen next weekend. Keeping in in with the sports theme, I am the assistant coach or helper coach on a nine or excuse me, 10, nine to 10 year old um, softball all-star team for my daughter. And it came up in the beginning, my daughter, um, because our last name rhymes with the number nine, my wife has always been like, we got to be number nine. We got to be number nine. Well, this year being on the all-star team, this all-star team was made years ago. There's already an older girl with the number nine. That being said, we could not use it. So, then everybody was all butthurt and sad. Well, we've always been nine. We've always been nine. Yeah, well, unfortunately, there's an older girl who rocked nine last year on this team. She's not giving up nine because she has her reasons for keeping nine, right? Yep. Then uh, 
your kid has no reference at this age, unless they're really your sports-minded parent. They have no re- no reference on what, what what they're they're picking the number completely erroneously. You'd think, or they go like, yeah. "Oh, my favorite number is this," but they they don't know. I got twenty eight in middle school, and it's since been like my favorite number. So just, I just was handed it. The question I was going to ask you is: your child at that same age, let's say say your daughter starts playing softball, and they're like, "Hey, you got to no, pick a, you, you got to pick a jersey number. What number do you pick for her?" 28. Or do you steer her that way? So you already know yeah, it's going to be yeah, 28. I would just, yeah, that's what I would get. And then her. do you tell her like, hey, she's like, well, I want six just because. Or, or 33. Or she's like, oh, I'm I'm eight, so I'll have eight. Do you go, no, we're going to be 28. And here's would, why. Like yeah. try to convince her. I would get why. spray paint and I'll put two in front of that eight. So we, or 33 because I just love Scottie Pippen so much. So there's a reason. So I started thinking about this. I pick 18. That's my number because of Daryl Strawberry. He's okay. 18. Okay. And... My second default number is 99 because Wayne Gretzky. And a lot of times, especially in softball, like you don't get into double di- Like you don't see baseball players rocking numbers that high. Like there's a there's a reason, like in football or baseball, right? I think that they have like lower numbers belong to this position or t- typically. I don't for sure football. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's weird to see 99 on a baseball. Some people do the double zero you know, but uh, yeah, we couldn't do nine, so we did double nines. Still it definitely rhymes. sets you apart, and people go, "Oh, there's a reason for that." <laughs> right? I have to believe. So my thing was, I have to believe that every kid gets a number that their parents made them have, and what was the reason for that? So I wanted to ask you why you picked those numbers. So thirty-three for Pippen is your fallback. Yeah, number. not what? really. I just made that part up because I love that Biscotti Pippen joke so much. Oh. But but twenty-eight would be legit. so thirty-three. You're just making up. Well, I like it. Like, I'd be pleased with it. It's better than like 16. You know what I mean? It's a pleasing number. 23 is fished out. Can't I was, do that. I was just going to say, what do you think the most, if you have a first choice and your parents have any say in it, what's the number being used the most? 23. Yeah. it's Yeah, it's got to be, right? Because of LeBron and Jordan? Jordan, then LeBron. Yeah, well, for sure. I, Absolutely. I, I wouldn't even like to put the two in the same you know breath, but I have to. Oh, I mean, no. They both have 23. I also don't understand team-wise, and I, I don't do anything with the NBA, but if Michael Jordan is 23 and we can say he is arguably one of, if not the best player of all time, how about retire the number across the league? Yeah. Like you, be done not with just it. on the Bulls. Like, hey, LeBron, bro, like be your own guy. Like, you can't be 23. It's too long in the tooth now. So then you can just go, like, when LeBron retires, no more now. Yeah. But we not, grandfathered him I don't him like in. that, though, because now you're like, yeah, these guys both did, a gr- did great with 23. It's like, mm, I would tell LeBron, you got to, when you retire, we're giving you a different number for your retirement number. Yeah, but you're 17 seasons in, you're like, hey. I know. I'm just saying. Switch it up. I don't think it's fair. When you He's retire, like, all right, I'll take 45. And you go, the, ah, There no. should be somebody in the in the NBA uh, higher-ups that go like, we're not just, re- some guys can retire a number for their on their team, but a guy like Michael Jordan, you know, the Tiger Woods, the Wayne Gretzky's of the world. Like, dude, come on! You, you just Gretzky ninety nine? Yeah, Gretzky's 99. okay. So there you go. That's yeah. that's why. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know anybody else that's ninety nine off the top of my head, but no. What? Remember when Rodman wanted to be ten and he couldn't? Mm-mm. So wasn't he like ninety one or something? I don't know. Yeah, I thought he wanted to be ten. Maybe B J Armstrong had that. There was some weird. I think it was ten, and so he was ninety one, which is extra weird because he just did the. Well, that's know, another thing. I'd be like, well, I'm Scotty Pippen. He's B J Armstrong, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'll be, t- I'll be ten. I'm bouncing B J. <laughs> right. I don't care how good his baseline three pointer is. <laughs> that doesn't. Yeah, I'm Scotty Pippen, and you know Scotty Pippen's a big baby, so I can't believe he just. He's the best. Then you bite your tongue. That you know what that documentary Last Dance <laughs> just painted him in a poor light. You think so? Yes. You don't I think do. that's accurate? I mean, I, there I were don't guys. Care if it's accurate. Oh. I don't care. Oh. It painted him in a correct light that 
that you don't appreciate. Ask me how many NBA players I know how to draw with pen and paper. <laughs> yeah, well. Ask me. How many? One. And okay. it's Scottie Pippen. And I've been drawing him since I was 11. My buddy Johnny taught me how to do it. He's my favorite. Yeah, you still didn't produce that yet. You need to draw <laughs> Oh, that. dude, I can do it at will. Or will you be immediately canceled? I might be canceled. Well, what does an 11-year-old think that a six foot eight athlete looks like? I draw that. Okay, like Yao Ming? Yes, exactly. Like, yeah. Or, 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 uh, You're like someone looks at you like, who from, is this? Is yeah. this Scotty Pippen? That or is it, uh, George Gondovich? That, what was that guy's name? George, uh, Mirasan? Yeah. Or is this George Mirasan? <laughs> yeah. This is a Jokic from Denver, that really tall guy. Hey, before it gets way too old, uh, how'd you, I know we don't normally do news, but how'd you like them? Their Grammys. Didn't watch them. I know. No, no I didn't reference. know they happened. No reference. I didn't know they happened. And then after, of course, it's all over the news because, you know, that's what we do, right? Um, and I've never, ever, I didn't watch them because I'm old. So can that's you, can you cool. pause for a second? Yeah. I just want to play the theme song. We haven't done it in a long time. So that's cool that I'm so old that I don't know the Grammys happen. I I was today years old when I realized I didn't give a shit about the Grammys. But they happened. And so I go, okay. I don't know. Other than like Taylor Swift, I don't think. No, there's like no music anymore. Right? I think it doesn't. Gaga. Gaga. But it's just, when's the last time she made music? I don't know. The Star is Born. You know what I mean? I'm still listening to music from 1987. Right. So, but there's. And Street Cleaner. <laughs> from 1987. Right. So, um, they don't really make rock music anymore, right? Like, that's not like a thing. Like, we get the rare exception. Um, we get the rare exception. Like, um, who? A Turnspit and a couple of the new ones that we've. Who's a couple of the new bands? Yeah, but I mean, they're not. Those bands are local indie bands. They're right, not, right. Yeah. Who's who's the girl that I would love a for? Are they. Amy Gabba? Yes, yes, yes. I'm so sorry. I didn't want to say Yo Gabba Gabba again, but no, she's awesome. The, the people are making music, but not at a huge level to where it would make the Grammys. All it is is horrible music. And uh, dude, I I don't know what I don't know what I enjoy more: watching these performances and laughing at them, or watching people get up in arms, you know, about them. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like uh, I've said it before. Like I'm like George Carlin at this point, almost where I just sort of like detached from the human race, and I just sort of look at it from outside, looking in. More like Emo Phillips, but okay. <laughs> well, yeah, this is pretty sweet too. So, like, I watched Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion do like uh, it's essentially like a strip. You know, it's mm-hmm. basically like if you went to if Kenny Mays was still open and you went there, and then you threw a dollar at somebody, they would do what these two did. Uh, you can make that what you will. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's what it looked like to me. I don't know what else. But then I watched everybody get so uh, excited and up in arms about it. And I, I don't know. I like I feel detached because at first I was like, oh, Jesus, that's raunchy. But then I go, well, they're, that's what they do. They're raunchy chicks. Right. And then I go, well, they shouldn't be getting a Grammy. And I go, but that's what people are listening to. 
And then I go, well, people shouldn't be listening to that. And I go, yeah, but you're almost out of the human race, you know? Like, it's not for you anymore. And I go, okay. Yeah, I guess. Um, so I had this weird thought process when watching that. And I just decided that uh, I don't know where else they go. Like, when I was a teenager, I, you know. You do remember that our parents' parents were completely just disgusted at the way that Elvis rocked his hips, right? While he played guitar yes. and sang with a, 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 his lip up. But now, yeah. <laughs> now let's move forward, you know, 50 years or whatever, and there's two people bumping their butts together uh, while they are on all fours. Not in just front butts, of a, bro. Well, was... in front of all, in front of God and all creation that bothered to watch the Grammys. So I feel like maybe we should do some Elvis apologizing. I mean, I understand it's, it's time. We should. But, I mean, come on, dude. So, well, I mean, this is nothing new. Like, like Madonna was writhing around on a bed, right? And then Madonna and Britney did like a, a quick kiss while they mm. drank Pepsi or something like that. So those are provocative. Pro- I, I grew up uh, watching Marilyn Manson, so I understand like being I think the thing You're with a Madonna, G.G. Allen though, guy, so. I think the thing with Madonna, though, it's like, you know, people were like, wow. It wasn't so much that two women were kissing, which I think for... Maybe the ultra religious right, but more more so, it's like, oh, there's this old chick that's yeah. kissing a young twenty four year old, taking advantage of this poor young. Yeah, girl. so that I think that the outrage there was like, dude, you got to kiss Madonna. Where it used to be like, whoo, you get to kiss Madonna. Now it's like, man, you got you to kiss Madonna. <laughs> yeah. Well, not only that, but like, I'm a huge fan of Madonna. I just want I to think that. when Madonna did it, the, it was with the understanding of, oh, she's really pushing the envelope. She's dude. doing this thing like this is super edgy, right? This Cardi B thing wasn't pushing an envelope. It was just like, oh, you guys are whores. <laughs> That's, it wasn't like his people were clapping. And like when Madonna did it, yes, the kids were excited. But the adults were like, I can't believe this is on TV. People now were just like, it was more like a head shake. But even all the critics and stuff, I believe at the, at the time, a lot of people the thought with Madonna was she's pushing the envelope. Is this too much? Has she gone too far? They're not doing that. Cardi B and this other girl were just, I don't know. They were. I, I, How many people? I know. I know some people's parents listen to this. So I'm trying to think of the, the right word. They were doing a, uh, you know, foreign acts with each other, and instead of it being like, "Hey, this is provocative. This might be a bit much," the critics were like, uh, "The critics were like, look at these strong women." And the, meanwhile, they had like a tornado thing with dollars dropping on them. So it wasn't like you're doing this thing. What's the message here? Is this a, a, a thing about sex? No, they're throwing dollars at you to rub your butts. Right. Uh, all I could, like, how do you, I, I, I put on Facebook, like I could just picture Norm MacDonald saying like, and the winner is whores. Cause that's all it's, there's nothing else to it. it do was you vapid. think that like a producer was like, Hey, this year we're thinking of really going outside the box. Maybe, uh, I don't know, a donkey show. And then another producer was like, yeah, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're like, well, so well, that's all that's left. Right. So you just go like, Hey, next year when Megan Cardi B's old news, Megan, Megan, the stallion and, uh, I don't know, uh, Tiffany, Tiffany butt plug or whatever. When she wins her thing, they'll be like, we have to bring out animals or a donkey, like you said, or uh, I don't know. What yeah, it, it just, it, it, yeah, where does it end? It's no, going to come full circle and Trent Reznor's coming to come back and he's going to be like, hey, so uh, we're going to start sharpening knives and let's get weird with this. He's going to have a gimp mask on. I uh, I didn't see it. I didn't really, I saw that there was some backlash. I didn't see, I didn't see any of the backlash to the backlash, uh, mostly because I stay off of Twitter and that's like the only place I see that kind of stuff. So you would see, typically, I'm assuming you would see backlash and other people would be like, okay, boomer, you know, you're just, you you know, you don't understand art. And it's like, come on, at, at some point we all have to go like, 
you're you're writing with this because you like it. It's your thing, fine, but it's not art. There's just not art. Well, all right. Any argument? I'm not, I'm not even talking about the music. I'm talking about the the physical uh, presentation at the Grammys, which is on network television. It's just it's not just provocative. It's su- I don't, this is gonna make me sound super old. But like again, I grew up with stuff shock value. I understand shock value, and I'm cool with that. Um, and of course, people are going sure you do, old man. I get it. I get it. But uh, it's not just shocking. It's like tacky. It's like yeah. It, it's not just sexually um, uh, exploratory or pushing the edge. It's just like you guys just like your eyelashes are horrific. Everything's pushed up and out and gr- like it's just it's tacky. So if you were to show a child, uh, a fictitious child in a vacuum, RoboCop. Or oh. the the WAP video or live performance. Yeah, again, choose. the name which, of which, the song as well, dude. Okay, you're gonna tell. Oh, you don't get art. Yeah, what's the name of your song? That's your art. Okay, <laughs> which would be more destructive to their ever growing mind, brain, oh, personality? Oh man, dude, if you had Megan Thee Stallion like shooting Cardi B on the ground while WAP played, there's you're done. You just made a serial killer. <laughs> You just created one. Yeah, but it was super bad. And then they had, there was four different carnations of baby. There was like Duh Baby, Lil Baby, Baby Face Baby, uh, Baby Which is Rapper, Baby would, Thug, Baby ASAP Baby. I guess in the 90s, everybody was like, you know, trying to be like tough and thuggish. Yeah. And now you have people like actively like, yo, I'm tough. I'm the little baby. <laughs> you know, right. I'm the binky sucker. I'm hey, the baby. I'm the boo boo baby. It's you know like, who you don't mess with? Me and my diaper clan, boy. <laughs> right. I don't understand. Yeah. What is what is what is the ba- the push to baby? What what are we doing? Talking shit with my Enfamil crew. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just doesn't you know what make I'm sense. About? Hey, hey, mix that shit up. We with, just don't mix that shit up with water, boy. If I, you know what I mean. I get, think you're hey, right in saying get that nipple on that bottle. Let's do this, homie. We're yeah, close to it, leaving civilization ourselves. <clears throat> I'm so. about done. Yeah. There was like so many babies, and one of them. They had this whole act with Fog where he was sleeping in a car and he got out. The cops came up and the cops got him out of the car. He's like, where's your car seat, baby? And he's like, yo, I don't need a car seat. <laughs> you got a diaper to drive that he's car. He's like, I'm 65 pounds. <laughs> My mama said I don't need one. Sir, license registration. Gaga goo goo. <laughs> I, I said English. I said English. And then there was some sort of weird cultural slant. So he gets out of the car and then, uh, I don't know. They don't say why he was sleeping in his car. Again, never any context ever. Because right. context helps. We don't want to be clear. So he gets out of the car and they're going to like arrest him or something. He runs and then the cops shoot him for zero reason because he's unarmed. <laughs> well, they imply what the reason is, you know, but uh, it was just uh, you talk about our tournament of bad. Oof, the Grammys, dude. Don't do it. They got a lot. Don't of do nerve. it. It is bad. Yeah, I, I was glad I didn't. I missed them. But then when I saw how bad they were, I kind of patted myself on the back. I was like, good job for not knowing that existed. I mean, you did later, but that's a good step. You know, I asked uh, on Instagram, I think a couple of, maybe like a month ago, I said, hey, you know, I started running again. Um, And in doing that, I had made a couple of Spotify run mixes. And from the last time I was like into running or was running for a while. And I was just like, hey, I'd like to see what everybody else runs to. Am I, am I, you know, I'm running to theme songs from 80s movies. Majority, my list is out there. It's called Road to the Belt. Um, and it has the, the podcast emblem on it. So if you see it, it's free to, for anybody to download and listen to. Still on uh, Spotify. I have yeah. it. I also make one every year. So like if you're friends with me on Spotify, I make a new one. 2020 running, 2021. I feel running. like if I'm not friends with you in real life, why would we be for Spotify friends? No reason. So. 
I asked a bunch of the people on Instagram or, or whoever follows my Instagram. I said, hey, you know, throw me a list of, uh, of stuff you listen to when you run. I had like two people give me lists and they were both garbage. And then twenty people sent me a DM said, I won't even bother because I'm afraid you're gonna shit on it. Yeah. So I was I've I've done this to myself. Hey, you're welcome, you guys. I was the canary in the coal mine. I, I shared my list with Dave and you saw what he did to it. So uh Yeah, yeah well I get I what did I that get. for you guys. So again, I put that out there like you guys run to I, I don't understand how people can run to like the cars, like the band, the cars. Like, I don't, I don't understand you. You're running to eighties new wave or you're running to, um, trap music. I don't, I I would run from trap music, but I need something inspiring. Like I said, I want to hear, I remember as a kid how hard Rocky trained between fights when he knew there was a big fight coming up. And I'm like, man, uh, Survivor was like the perfect band or whoever, you know, did any, anybody else who contributed to the Rocky movies. Like these guys just get it. You like the inspirational, like you look. Yeah. The, well, the, the buildup. And I remember I can envision Rocky training and I'm like, well, dude, I mean, I'm not picking up like four timbers of wood on a, on a pulley system over some trusses. I just need to like run for this block of five minutes and I get to walk for a block of two. So for that, it can, it can, it can definitely push me. Right now, you know. Yeah, I, you know, well, I don't ever care what they're talking about. I just, I go by the feel of it. Um, so that probably doesn't really matter to me. But what, what I don't like is that, uh, what I don't like is that when people have songs that have like running in them. What do you mean? Like say like running from the devil oh. or run the jewels or something. It's like, I run get, to the I hills? get. Yeah, run to, uh, it's a great yeah. song, dude. Well, I get that, like, the runs in the name, but yeah. that's not helping me while whilst gotcha. I'm exercising. Now, oh, dude, I got top 10 baby rappers. Hang on one second. I, 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 <laughs> I, I just found out something. Sometimes I can run, uh, if I'm doing like interval, I can run walk to, uh, listening to a podcast or something. But I, 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 I just, tried that the other day. It was tough. It's tough because for me, I, I don't, my biggest thing is not being able to hear myself huffing and puffing or the treadmill or any, I need those sounds. So I have these noise canceling headphones and I need something to be so loud that I can't hear myself. I'm sure like, you know, those things that are like, this is how you think you look. This is how you really look. I assume that if somebody walked in to uh, my little exercise gym and saw me on the treadmill, I would sound like Stevie it was a Stevie Canarbin from Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. The kid in the wheelchair. Yes. Yeah. That kid's awesome. No, it wasn't that uh, everybody hates Chris. No. Oh, okay. Thought there was one there too. I mean, it could have been, but it wasn't him. Yeah. All right. Well, that's fine. That's good. But it has you so distracted. I was looking up rappers oh, with the ahead. name Baby in their name. No, it's stupid. It's just there's a lot of them. <laughs> Off the top of my uh, internet head, they had. I just didn't realize there were so many. We we were making jokes, and this really there's Baby Teasy, T Baby, Folly Baby. BBG Baby Joe, Young Baby Tate, Baby Soldier, Sa Baby, Sada Baby, Bad Baby, Baby Bash, Big Baby Scumbag, Baby Keem, Duh Baby, Lil Baby, and then of course just Baby. So yeah, you guys are artists. That's pretty cool. Very creative. Pretty yeah. sweet. Pretty oh, sweet. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty sweet. That's as original as using the word stimmy. Can we stop? It's been a week. Can we please, can we stop? I'm asking you guys in your car or at home, 
Please you, stop doing that. You either that. said that to me or posted it somewhere, and I was like, what is a stimmy? Um, what is a stimmy? But, well, you know how people again, man, I'm don't not, use their own words anymore? It's Go ahead, please. Well, no, I heard somebody saying sunnies, which bothered me in the last two weeks. They were talking about sunglasses. or like, oh, check out my sunnies. And don't I'm like, that. ooh, sunnies, what are those? And then it's like sunglasses. I was like, oh, sunnies, those, that's not cool. Nope. But then you said stimmy, and it, it took me... 24 hours to put together you were talking about a stimulus or they you were pointing out that they were referencing a stimulus check. i heard it so many times in one day it ruined my day <laughs> that's how weird <laughs> i am people now. you know though yeah that's that's crazy like, but online a lot like they, they yeah, post no. it you know i hear you but i heard it so many times in one day i was like well i guess i'll just i'm going home early this day's done you guys <laughs> suck so bad i'm out of here that's that's how I was. Didn't you put together a list, or did this you, did you fail to put together? Well, the list? I worked on the tournament, so I don't have a lot. I did I did put together. Here, I'll just give you examples. I asked Ben when he shared that uh, that he was upset with this word stimmy. I said, "Hey, dude, you need to put together a list of ten things that you hate." And he's like, "I'm on it." And then I said, "Well, and then I'll put a list of things that I love because people haven't heard some positive things uh, from me." And again, he decided not to do his homework. I was working on a tournament of March Madness. Thank you very much. <laughs> I mean, um, I don't like, I'll tell you what, I don't like the word stimmy, okay? It, it, this all stems from like, we do an hour a week of things that we just think, ideas, thoughts we have, jokes that we think of. We do an hour a week and you edit it and publish it. All I ask is that once in a while you guys do the same. Like when you're about to use the exact same joke that everyone else makes or when you're about to say the same phrase or when you're about to take someone else's meme and change one word, do me a favor Work harder. Think a little more. Just, uh, you know, say say you're going to go, yo, when you get that stimmy check, have a little light that goes off in your head and goes, oh, no, no, uh, 600 people said that to me this morning. I'll stop and make my own words. Same with uh, same. With same. Stop What's saying, wrong with stop the saying we same. already have? Nothing. <laughs> stop saying same. I agree with you. Not only that, but. Yeah, yeah, uh, not only that, but. Uh, yes, and. Uh, that's a good idea. I think that way too. But now Look, we just go same. We've ditto eventually worked itself out of the uh, the lexicon. Yeah, but some of us same. use ditto. Who? Well, you have uh, to be from a certain Patrick Swayze. You have a certain time and age and era that you used. If you use ditto, that's like saying like, "Tell me that you're you're a boomer without telling me you're a boomer." <laughs> yeah, thing, yeah, know? yeah. Uh, uh, I have. Uh, you know what else is fished out? The word guy. Stop it. Like referring Stop to people as guy. Like, hey, guy. Oh, come on. Get with it, guy. No, this is cool, guy. Stop. <laughs> Knock it off. How about king? Shove your stimmy up your baby, guy. What's that? How about king or queen? Like, you go queen. Oh, yeah. Like, you're a queen. Yeah, that's <laughs> no good. That's no good. I guess I guess uh, when I do podcasts in the morning, I'm more angry. It takes me a while to, to get I like nice. this, Ben. Yeah. Uh, said nobody ever. Mm. Quit it. Stop doing that. Hey, uh, we should take our stimmy check and invest it for our kids' braces. Because, you know, if you invest it now in four years, it'll grow and exponentially. Said no one ever. I was equally that. annoyed when people said not. So this is the 2000, this is the millennial version of that. <laughs> that's true. Right? And that's true because that makes me a hypocrite, of course. Because <laughs> I love Beavis and Butthead and Wayne's World and everything. Everything was like, swing, not, you know. Yeah, but that's a fake, that was a fake world. That didn't. That only yeah. happened. We were derivative of the stuff that these words and the uh, the phraseology that they created that that the, the writers of Wayne's yeah. World came up with, and we were like, oh, 
That's funny that they say that, so we're going to say it. I don't know how this other shit comes about. I have no idea. Like, no One cap. Person Somebody says said it, no cap. A bunch cap of dummies hear it. What's that? No cap. And I'm like, what? what, what is oh, no yeah. cap? I should have looked up that when I was doing this bit. Yeah, we had that thing about things that are words that are faced out. I still don't know what no cap means. Bro. I don't either. I think it means, I don't need, even know. Hey, you I, need I, a relaxed guy. It, I would, I'm a context person and I feel like I'm smart enough if I hear the whole sentence. But if the whole sentence is gobbledygook, it, it makes it very difficult to. Um, you know, think about Morse code and people like now, if, if somebody was doing Morse code, 99.9%, if not 100% of, of everyone would be like, I, I just a bunch of beeps and dashes yeah. and dots. There'd be that one dude that's, that just Boy Scouts and his ass we, off. Back in the day when you got a walkie-talkie, it had the Morse code yeah. thing right on it, right? Yeah, two dots yeah. and a dash. Two da- who, the, who, who could really listen to that and interpret that? That takes a lot of time, right? There's these wind talkers and code breakers and yeah. that, that's, that's really special. Um, and we were doing that in order to get these messages across clandestine without people knowing what we were talking about. Cause we're, they were, they have an open source radio that somebody else could just turn theirs on and listen. But now we, it's weird because we're communicating openly and we want people to understand what we're talking about. Yet we use words that make no sense and that we make up right now. And it's like, someone is either going to pretend and go, Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Or they're going to go, can you stop and go back? Well, what, what were you trying to say? Why don't you just talk? I understand the inclination for brevity. I get that. Cause like, Hey, I don't want to type all this stuff because we don't talk anymore. We type everything. So I get that. But what I don't get is using the same words as everybody else. Mm. All right. Listen, listen, I've been too negative. So I wrote a list of stuff that I hate and that's awesome. And I feel really good about it. I wrote a list of stuff. I like, wait, there's so. a couple more things. All right. We all secretly despise when people, Oh, I had to talk about that one. Let's see. Oh, wait, 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 wait. potholes. I hate potholes. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's positive because we all hate potholes. True. Nobody likes potholes at all. Um, but, but, but we all like chili. That's a good thing. So get everybody on the same page, right? Um, yes, I love chili. Well, it didn't always, but it was only because I didn't know. I think that that's usually the case when someone's like, I don't like chili. Your follow-up question should be like, have you ever had chili? And their follow-up answer will always be, no, I have not. Yeah. There's nobody that goes, yes, I've had chili before. I'm not into it. It doesn't exist. No. It's, not a, it's not possible. Well, then maybe you don't like this chili, but there's a chili that I don't, you like. Chili's much like pizza. There's right. good chili and bad chili, but chili's chili. I'll take it. All right. I was super negative today, but I'm going to turn around. It's awesome that I was negative. That was a super cool thing. Next week, I'll make a thing, a list of things I like. Or I have a like, list of we'll things pick, I like. Or we'll pick. Yeah, let's hear it. All right, because we got a couple minutes here. We got a hard out, and I got a plug too, so. Uh, well, I mean, you don't have to sit down. You could stand up if it's uncomfortable. I'm good. All right, 10 things I like. The Jason Bourne lexicon. Anything having to do with Jason Bourne, I'm yeah. in for it. I just found out, and I don't know if I talked about it, but there's a show, Treadstone. You can watch it on Amazon. I saw it. I was like, Treadstone? That sounds like Jason Bourne. So I watched the first season. I watched I watched the whole season over like a weekend. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, man, I can't wait to see what happens in season two. And then I realized that the show was like aired in 2017, and, and it's been canceled. And I, I got onto it way too late. There will be no second season. So for people that I'm telling you to watch it, understand that it's going to leave you with a cliffhanger and zero answers. But just take the ride for what it is. There, in my opinion as far as modern day fight scenes in, in television or cable shows, nothing compared to daredevil daredevil, the Netflix show, some of the baddest oh, fight yeah. choreography oh, ever. Yeah. This Jason and Jason Bourne has always been the gold standard after Steven Seagal, you know, in that same vein, but this is 
fighting where you don't have to deal with Steven Seagal. Uh, he doesn't just stand there and deflect your punches and then karate chop you in the neck like Jason Bourne will pick up a stapler and uh, you know jam it down your throat, He's break gritty. your teeth out, whatever. So this uh, Treadstone is available. It is super violent. It is super espionage, mind control, everything I like about um, movies like this. Perfect. Um, a podcast called Our Thing. I've been telling everybody about it. I didn't tell Ben about it, but he's hearing about it right now. Uh, Sammy the Bull Gravano is telling his story. Hmm? The production to me is, I thought Serial was great production quality when it when it came out because they had a lot of background sound effects and, and I, I do some of yeah, that too. Yeah. Um, but there's a podcast out there called um, Somebody Knows Something. It's a CBC out of, uh, broadcast out of Canada, a guy named David Ridgen. His sound effects are, they blow cereal out of the water. The production's great. Uh, it, and that's a, a podcast about murders or missing people or mysteries that haven't been solved yet. But this podcast, our thing, it's Sammy the Bull. Nobody's asking him questions. I'm sure they are and then editing them themselves out. But this guy's telling long form stories about the mob. And I, as we know, he's he's legitimate. Uh, you he, know, he's I don't legitimate know. as they come. That's a guy. He was then. the underboss for John Gotti. Okay. And he's telling, talking about murders, talking about setting up murders, talking about, you know, the mafia. But you weren't supposed to talk about that. Well, I, obviously I'll have to, I'll have to brief you on who Sammy the Bull is All after, right. after the okay. podcast, but yeah, anybody well, else who has pretty sweet. your head up your ass. Yes. Dude. What's amazing. The production, our thing. All right. Like, Hey, this is our thing, you know? Yeah, and yeah, for yeah. me, you guys, you know, this is right like up that. my alley. I, I get it. <laughs> uh, you okay. know, I think, Hey, it's a thing. One of my, uh, I have a list of podcast guests that I would like to interview um, at some point in my life, and he is at the top of it. I know he's an older guy, so i got to get to it quick. But he, this dude tells great stories, and every single one of them leave you uh, on the edge of your seat. Hmm. So sweet production, everything about it's great. Uh, blue cheese crumbles, just the crumbles. I picked. I will pick them up and eat. As I walk by our fridge, I will pull a blue cheese crumble out, and okay. I will pop that in like a cyanide capsule. Um, the idea of being an author... Not actually sitting down and writing anything, not knowing whether it's going to be a book or an article or a whatever it is, but being a published author, the idea of it, I like that. Yeah, it's cool. Um, sitting out on my back porch with my wife and smoking premium cigars, her as well, and listening to music, no kids around, not talking, just sitting and listening to music. She will do that so, with you? Oh, yeah. Well, that's yeah. pretty cool. Uh, student driving magnets. I, I tell everybody, <laughs> if you want... If you want to take the stress <laughs> off when you're teaching your kid to drive, I mean, on Amazon, I think it's nine bucks for three of these huge bumper stickers that are magnetic that you could take off your car. And I, it makes me feel like at least I don't have to yell as people fly past me. It's a student driver, man. Come yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so you're not in the student driver car, but it allows people to understand like, Hey, just get around me. You know, we're going to be driving slow. We're going to be oh, not dude. putting on our signal. Dude, dude, dude. Real quick. Hold on, let me Real fly through this. Oh, I only got four more. Dang it. Uh, friends that randomly text music. So I have a couple of buddies who are, have always been inspirational to me as far, as far as finding music and saying, Hey, check this band out. No other thing. They'd ask nothing else from me. They don't go like, how's your family? How have you been? These are people that I've, I've talked to and known over the years. And we just, we love music together okay. and, and it'll just be like, Hey, here's a Spotify link to this, this specific band. Um, so I like that. Uh, ink pens. These are love, brave. These are brave people that are doing that to you. Leave, leave ink pens or, I love ink pens. Okay. Uh, I like, uh, I, when I find a great pen, it makes me want to write uh, for at least a day until I find another cool pen. It does feel good. Cover bands. I've 
I've gone overboard with telling people how much I hate cover bands and the idea yeah. of cover bands and how yeah. it's completely unoriginal. However, um, yeah, I, I appreciate went, that. I went to Off Square Brewing for a um, not your band, just other ones. <laughs> but uh, I went to Off Square Brewing for a birthday party, and I was like, "Oh my!" They they had a band, a live band, and I was like, "This is gonna suck." A, I don't like cover music, and B. I'm there with eight other people and we're not going to be able to talk because we were like two tables away from the band. That's true. That part is And I was like, this is kind of sucky. But this band and I can't, I I don't remember what their name was and I went to Off Square's website and uh, I couldn't find it. So I'm not, I didn't look that hard, but this band uh, was super good and I will find out who they are and put, you know, put them out there and give them some, give them some, uh, some credit. Right on. Super good. Played anything from Duran Duran to REM. The was it straight up like traditionally just a normal no, band they, or they have weird things involved oh no a traditional band but they did not play brown eyed girl they didn't do the, the standard stuff That's so nice. they, they did a lot of different stuff and then making music in garage band instead of just uh watching mindless tv shows about ice road trucking i've been telling uh, you that for years i just come down now in the basement and plug into my garage band which is an application that comes with your mac if you have a mac you automatically have it there's tons of different amplifiers I plug directly in, and I just sit down here with a. Uh, it, it provides you a drummer, so you can change the the drum patterns and the uh, tempo. Yeah. And then I just uh, sit down here and, and make music. So those are my ten things that I like. That's awesome. What did you want to go back to real quick? Quick innovation. Your student driver thing. What about if you get X amount of points on your license? If you have X amount of speeding or no turn signal tickets. The DMV gives you a magnet that you have to wear on your car, and they put on your car that says "bad driver," scarlet letter. Like I'm legal, but I'm bad. So look out, like, like if you're tailgating me, understand that I've been in three accidents where I slammed on the brakes. Don't do that. <laughs> Most of the time, you can see those people's car back to Mad Max. They have like you know a, a complete missing fender. They're still driving yeah. down the road. But I like it a magnetic scarlet letter. Yeah, for bad, bad driver. driver. So like uh, uh this this the driver of this vehicle tends tends to change lanes sporadically with no forewarning. You know what? I can't believe they haven't done a black mirror on this and they obviously should, but we should start marking people. I mean, that seems weird that coming forever. from me of all, of all people and the things that have, the atrocities that have happened in the, in the history. No one loves judgment but more. I'm than just me. saying like maybe we do tag people not for who they are culturally, what race they are, what no. sexual orientation, but how much uh what level of stupidness they have. Martin Luther King said something about judging people by the contents of their character, right? Right. Let's We're start with that. Let's start marking the shit out of people by the contents of their character. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Agreed. All right. That is episode 282 of the Hey My Man podcast. I have to go coach all-stars softball for nine-year-olds. I got to go. Later.